You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com. And streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23 After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424 424- 256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23 After Show. But I can tell you Hey everyone, welcome. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another AfterBuzz TV after show for Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23. I am Tiana Hobson, and I'm joined tonight with... I'll go. I'm Jason Eichler. And I'm just, uh, I'm the guy usually behind the booth, but I'm Stephen Lemieux. Yeah, he actually got to watch the episode with us and everything today. I know. I love it. And so taking his place behind the booth tonight is the lovely Marissa. Hey, guys. Yay. Yay, Marissa. You'll notice that the show is actually three times better with Marissa behind the booth than when I do. <laughs> Aw, thank you, And the audio is probably a lot better, too. <laughs> yes, because What I'm a change. <laughs> Just all new things here. So tonight's episode was titled, um, It's a Miracle, which we find out what the miracle was at the end of the episode, so we'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, let's just dive right in, because this episode was so... Awesomely inappropriate wildly for the holiday Wildly inappropriate for Thanksgiving, especially. And just to kick off the holiday season in just the right form. So um, I know that it starts off with Chloe making phone calls in her kitchen to all the um, older married guys that are like her lovers. <laughs> and she's just going down the list of guys and giving them phone calls to make it really awkward for them when they're spending time with their well, family. Well, because they're at Thanksgiving dinner with their families. So she's like calling these guys and like, Hey, is your wife there? I remember when we had sex. I'm pregnant with your child. <laughs> and my favorite one was when she calls the guy and she's like, Hey, Tyrone, happy turkey day. Did you tell your <laughs> wife that you prefer white meat? <laughs> oh, no, man. Oh, no. And can you imagine getting that call? I mean, I've never been married or had kids or a other woman on the side. But if I had, I can imagine that that would be a pretty stressful, scary thing. Especially with your wife looking right at you. Maybe your wife even is the one who answered the phone at that moment, and you're like, hey, is Tyrone home? And she's like, hey, Tyrone, who's this woman who's calling for you right now? Who answers on speakerphone, though? Like, really? That's true. Who's, you probably think it's a family member calling, though, if it's on Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's like, oh, happy Thanksgiving. By the way, did you did the condom break when we were together? It's like, because we have a little bun in the oven. Oh, my other favorite one was when she said, uh, did you see the parade? Yeah, you should get chested. <laughs> I actually watched an interview with um, Kristen Ritter with ABC7 in New York, and she was saying that when she's playing uh, Chloe, Mm -hmm. she likes to make her the likable bitch, where she says something inappropriate, but then she has fun doing it. And I think you see her doing something like this, where she's having a lot of fun ruining people's marriages, 
And so it makes it fun and it makes us want to watch her just because it's kind of funny. Yeah, and my favorite part was Eli, the creepy next door neighbor, in the background who's just naked in his kitchen <laughs> wearing only an apron with his hands shoved inside a turkey, like <laughs> prepping it for Thanksgiving. And he's just sitting there, or just standing there, like, yeah, she does this every Thanksgiving, um, June, you know, no big deal. And just his hands fully, like, just in there. I don't know what I'd do if my neighbor was staring at me. <laughs> I like that actor just from the sole reason he was from Secret Girlfriend, which is like a Comedy Central show that only got one season. Oh, really? But like, that. that's where I know him from, and he's hilarious. But yeah, it's it's just the way you're what you were saying about that interview. It's like it's the way she does it. Because if you were going to be that, if you're going to try to do that mean-heartedly, nobody's going to like you. Mm-hmm. But when you treat it like you're, it's simple as like throwing a water balloon at someone. It just <laughs> makes it so hilarious. And she's like smiling and just having the best time. <laughs> Really messed Throughout up. the whole episode <laughs> with everything going on, even. She's just, she's definitely a likable bee. And I think that's the thing that makes the show work uh-huh. is that she makes it very likable because if she wasn't, like you said, no one would ever give it the time of day. For sure. Um, yeah. So, and then we have James and Luther who are volunteering at a homeless shelter for Thanksgiving, which in LA, like they said, it is kind of like an exclusive thing because everyone wants to be... It's a publicity stunt. Yeah, it's a publicity yeah. stunt, a photo op, if you will. Well, he's doing it to get in people, he said, which last week's episode, he was on People's Sexiest Man Alive, and he didn't make the cover, which he thought, so now he's trying to get back in people. And so he's setting up this huge photo op where he goes and helps the homeless. He's like, I, I, I made a reservation for the homeless shelter a year ago. <laughs> yeah, because June tries to come with him. He's like, you can't just get in the day of. Yeah, like, oh, Midwesterners. <laughs> like, oh, Indiana flyover state. Biscuit. <laughs> Biscuit. Yeah, she's, she's trying to get her helping people because she can't go home for the holidays. But what did, what did you think? Like, as soon as he walks in, his, his assistant there and is like, looks at, looks at June's scarf. And just grabs it and puts it on him. It's like, yeah, that looks really good. Damn, he's right. It does look good. <laughs> Luther, always there to help Scott. I, I think Luther help him. steals the moments in every scene. Like, he he just does little tiny things. Because he doesn't talk. And when he, but when he does ever. talk, it's like the funniest thing. Like, yeah. what does he say? James Van Der Beek. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, where did I teach you to put the emphasis on my... James Van Der Beek. <laughs> Van Der Beek. So, so funny. So awkward. Yeah, so James and Luther are at this homeless shelter, and as soon as the paparazzi see one of the Olsons at the shelter, then all of a sudden they move on. So James takes that as his cue. Like, okay, I scooped up, you know, one ladle full of stuff for the homeless. I, I can get out of here. So they completely just bail on this place. And then... As they're at home, like, here come these big bodyguards, which I thought was really funny because, it's like, hey, they answer the door and it's like, um, so-and-so sent us to get you from the shelter. I'm like, okay, whoa, they're taking this, like, really seriously. I know, like, that's a serious shelter. If you've got bodyguards coming to get the celebrities that just went for the photo op and then just kind of bailed. You wouldn't want People Magazine to know that you <laughs> bailed on the homeless. <laughs> And so then he's like, oh, we were just coming back to get our hats. So then you see James and Luther in line, back in line at the shelter, scooping out things. And James is wearing just this absurd cowboy hat. (laughs) Tampa in rainbow lettering. (laughs) We just forgot our hats. We just forgot our hats that we wear out all the time. At the shelter. If you didn't know, here at After Buzz, whenever hosts are late, that's what they say. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Sorry, I forgot my hat at home, guys. I know I wear a headset, but I needed my hat today. Exactly. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and then I loved how um, when it was lunchtime at the shelter, 
and James, <laughs> they're like, oh, I need to find Luther. He needs to go pick me up my lunch. And the guy's like, no, we eat here. And James's face was so genuine. He's like, I don't want to eat here. I don't want to stay. Well, and then it's really sad, too, because you see him eating with this homeless kid, and the homeless kid is telling this story about how he, like, the softest thing he ever had was a garbage bag full <laughs> of pillows. <laughs> and, and it has that nice little moment where it looks in his face, and he's just like, and then it says what he's thinking. He's just like, I've been chewing this turkey for a really <laughs> long time. And it's like this montage of this kid pouring his heart out of his, like, all his troubles in life. And he's just like, that can't be a tendon. Is that a tendon? I don't eat tendons. No, I don't want to eat this tendon. I need to spit this out. Oh, let me just have some of my orange drink. There's lipstick on the cup. <laughs> They're reusing <laughs> cups. <laughs> I know, because when you're watching it at first, I thought like, oh, James has a heart, and he's feeling really <laughs> yeah. bad for this kid. And then you see what he's thinking. You're like, nope, he's still the same old James Vanderbeek. <laughs> the kid was so cute, too. And he just calls him the sad kid. This sad kid sitting across from me, like, talking about all this stuff that's happening. And all I'm thinking about is the food I'm chewing right now. And it's like, oh, Like, here, let, let's play a game with how this how this scene kind of worked. Marissa, when I say yes, cut away from camera on to, on to Jason. Okay, cut to Jason. Now cut back to me. Cut to Jason. Cut back to me. Cut to Jason. Cut back to me. <laughs> I mean, that is how the scene was. People don't know what you're doing on iTunes. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing and I'm sitting here. <laughs> I don't know what just happens for everyone on iTunes, but... For iTunes, we were cutting away from the camera and then cutting back to me doing some ridiculous stunt that the kid was doing. Because it kept switching between him and then the kid doing some random story. We have no idea what it is. It's all in the hand motions. It's like it's he's really, Italian. <laughs> it's really sad. So then it ends at the soup kitchen with... James getting in a physical fight with the homeless man because he stole his jacket. <laughs> He's like, that's my $1,500 jacket. And the homeless guy's like, nope, I wrote my name in it. I'm Wayne. <laughs> like, why? Because I'm black? And it was clearly a white homeless man. You ruined the stylish holiday interior. <laughs> that was a $1,500 jacket. And like, I feel like James Vanderbeek is, the, this character version of him, is the only celebrity that would go to a homeless shelter and get in a fight with the homeless man on Thanksgiving when he's there to get good press. I mean, that was like his last straw kind of with his day because he kind of thought he was just going to go in, take a couple pictures and walk out. He was like, oh, this is going to be a piece of cake. Like, I'll be home by noon. And then they actually put him to work, which for a celebrity kind of like James, I could see where he thought it was going to be super easy and actually being put to work that was his last straw oh no you have my jacket on now what did what was that line he said when the guys showed up to the house to pick him I was like no I'm done I I signed (laughs) I signed two headshots for a bipolar homeless woman (laughs) (laughs) two headshots for a bipolar just like seriously so wrong oh I get it sorry I was so late (laughs) on that joke I get two headshots bipolar. I was a little slow. One for each personality. There you go. A little late to the party, but I'm there. But his day did end up being successful because at the end he says, like, I lost two pounds on Thanksgiving, so now I'm two pounds down going into the Christmas season from all the fighting he did with the guy. So his day at the shelter was a success. That is a good success, if you ask me. You walk out of Thanksgiving two pounds lighter than as opposed to heavier like most people will be yeah like i'm totally gonna be two pounds ten pounds <laughs> heavier yeah i'm gonna induce my own trip to fan coma like with turkey and oh my god i'm looking forward to it but off topic time. yeah <laughs> just, back just on. a little bit um before we move into the big chloe and june storyline i um, just want to take a quick minute to let everyone know that if you aren't watching us 
live on AfterBuzzTV.com. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. You can go on, search us, search for us under AfterBuzzTV. Um, please like and subscribe to our podcast. Leave us a comment. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, and what we could do better. And also tell a friend, spread the word, and send us some love. Yeah, I'm going to put in steps. You got step one. You go to iTunes and put in the search engine. After buzz, don't trust. And then the first thing that pops up is going to be, don't trust a B. And you go about three quarters down the page. You see those little stars. You want to click on the fifth one. <laughs> and then you're going to write a review about how much you love us. And then you're going to tell your friends to do the same thing. You're going to tell your friends. It's a, I feel like we're like slow jamming. I know. Right <laughs> it reminds me. I don't know if I can say the word. The Justin Timberlake SNL sketch. The thing in a box. Step one. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, okay. Never, we're not going to get into that. Again, off topic. <laughs> but yes, the main storyline of this, it was great. It was. It was <laughs> great. I mean, you have June over here who's just trying to find a way to do her family tradition of helping out the, helping someone out for Thanksgiving. She goes through all these different scenarios, different scenarios of trying. She <laughs> tries to offer a homeless man a muffin. Um, he's, he's he's doing a gluten free thing. <laughs> he's doing that gluten free. There's that other awkward moment where she's like, "Oh, I was vegan once, and I couldn't even go to the gym." And he's like, "Well, it must be nice you can go to the gym with two legs. I only have one." <laughs> you just see his poor little leg. That's like, "Well, I do like your sock." <laughs> and then the next one. The ugh. next one was uh, oh, she was trying to help her neighbor with the groceries. This little old lady. This la- little old lady, and she's offering to help her, and the old lady starts going rape, rape. <laughs> So then she gets her husband out, and she's like, "This little white lady's trying. This little white girl's trying to rape my wife right now." And, and then Chloe comes in and calls you not. She's like, "Did you just try to rape the neighbors?" <laughs> and she's like, "I'm not attracted to either of them." Chloe's like, "Well, I could see her back in her prime, <laughs> maybe." <laughs> she was a little something back way back when. Way back when. So then Chloe has the idea to take her to the Indian casino to give back there by gambling away money and drinking with. Thus instilling the nickname Sacagawea upon <laughs> June. <laughs> and, of course, when they get in the cab, um, they get out, and June realizes that they're not actually at the India Casino. They are, in fact, at Chloe's parents' house for the Thanksgiving that Chloe did not even want to go to because she basically doesn't like her mom, and her parents have been weird ever since her dad Cheated on her mom with that whore. <laughs> that <laughs> whore being June. June. <laughs> dry humped him. She dry humped her dad. That's just awkward. <laughs> Anyways. Really funny. <laughs> <laughs> really funny. So June um, didn't want to go inside. Chloe explains to her, oh, don't worry about it. I already explained to my mom that, you know, you were the one that my dad cheated on because she thought it was some older woman, but it was actually like a young, hot piece of ass. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then goes in to explain that she told... Um, her mom, Karen, also that June is now in a wheel is now wheelchair bound because of a horse riding accident. She broke her pelvis in sixty places. In sixty places, and so she's saying to June, like, you have to be in this wheelchair now because it'll it'll level the playing field with you and your mom. Like, yes, you cheated with my dad, but now you're going to be okay because you're both in wheelchairs. And for some reason, June actually buys it and <laughs> agrees to do it. And of course, um, Chloe does say that this is just going to be a quick five course meal. And so they'll be done in nine hours top. Yeah, nine hours top. Um, best line of the show. Best line of the show. Um, I can't even talk okay, right now. I'll say it. So June's like, that's going to bleed into Black Friday. And Chloe bounces <laughs> in. She's like, you can have sex with black men any day. 
I'm I'm never gonna look at like any like Amazon.com Black Friday sale. I'm like, oh my god. Every commercial from Black Friday after that moment was just a little it's, bit awkward. Yeah, like, it's like this you just is, feel dirty. This is why I genuinely do like watching this show because even from the outside seeing previews for it, you're like. Oh, it's kind of a girly thing, the two girls having their friendship thing. It's like, no, it doesn't matter if it's set up like that. They have really good writers, and good writers are really all that matters in a really good TV show nowadays. Well, and I think the humor on the show, too, it's something that, like, normal people joke about on a day-to-day basis, and it's not trying to be, like, politically correct. So, like, things that we would probably joke about not on camera, they're joking about on camera, which makes... Makes you feel a little better about your humor, I guess. <laughs> you feel a little less morbid. <laughs> you feel better about your racist jokes when you see them on TV, right? Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> if it's on TV, then it's all okay. Oh, God bless America. It's not racist if it's funny. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what the grandma said she was thankful for. Sorry. Oh, what did the grandma say she was thankful for? Oh, it was for... I can't remember. We'll get back we'll to it. Someone, someone will remember or tweet us or something so that we remember what she was thankful for. But the biggest thing that was happening at this Thanksgiving thing was that Karen, who's Chloe's mom, was being so nice to June. Super nice. Super nice. Helping her out with, you know, adjusting to being a chair, making her a tampon purse to put on the side, which you guys might not understand, but that actually does, would come in handy. It's like, th- <laughs> like these, these are just the steps. They, they explain the steps to giving someone a hug in a wheelchair. Okay, so my legs are like this. All right, now go ahead and lock your wheelchair. Go ahead, pop your lock. All right, now I'm going to move my body forward. Okay, now you, I'm scoot, gonna... you scoot forward. Oh, okay, okay, here we go. And, and then... We're hugging now. We're hugging now. We got it. We got it. We're hugging now. And poor June the whole time, like, you can tell she feels guilty about, like, doing this stuff, but she's, like, so into her character of being crippled that she's, like, going along with it. She's like, oh, yeah, that would be nice. Because ever since she got that drink holder installed in the side of it, she's been drinking white wine. And what did they say? They were like, you're Sacagawea. We're going to go to the Indian resort and drink white wine for Thanksgiving. (laughs) She certainly lived up to that. She did drink a lot. And then you have... Um, Chloe's dad, Scott, on the flip side of this, being super awkward like, and totally avoiding totally June the whole time. And you kind of think like June's thinking, um, hey, he clearly has a problem with people in wheelchairs because <laughs> he no, is well, kind of... She even said, the last time you saw me, my toes were in your mouth. Like, why are you avoiding me? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, go away. It's like she's in his house on Thanksgiving. She's basically doing to him what Chloe did to all those people on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> like, in a way. She really is. And, of course and he runs like... upstairs. I have to go, oh, that was the timer. Better go check on the turkey in the kitchen. Runs upstairs. <laughs> so then Karen tries to help June, like, onto that. The stair chair. Like stair, stair chair. chair and it's going so slow and then by the time she gets up there he's running back down the stairs it's like oh I have a knitting project in the side if you want to work on that and the cat's just like this <laughs> well and then this whole time too um, Chloe and Karen are fighting and Chloe just keeps saying like god my mom ruins everything she ruins Thanksgiving and just this whole drama she goes upstairs she's like I had to put my hair up now because my mom likes it down <laughs> well like as soon as she opened the door like Please they knock welcome on- shots welcome soup shots <laughs> you never liked my soup shots I hate you mom <laughs> like you've never tried them either I'll try them in hell <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's funny too because she was saying like me and my mom always get in this big Thanksgiving day fight and I don't know about you guys but 
I get in a fight with my parents every holiday, regardless of what happens. It's really sad, but there, there's just always some family drama. <laughs> Sorry, Mom, if you're watching. I just, <laughs> but there's always a fight. I leave the room yeah. on Thanksgiving because it's not really me who gets in the fight, but no matter what, my parents and my relatives will get in a fight. It's, oh. it's promise. Like, that's what holidays are all about. Nope. Fighting Fight so you can eating. make up and bring, a, bring themselves together. We sing and act out like Jackson 5 chore- choreography at my house. <laughs> it's... It's a very happy time for the holidays. Nope, just nope, me. Nope, that's just you. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about it. Um, You're well, like making stuffy. A B C. As easy as one, two, turkey. <laughs> you know what? Don't be surprised. I'm not promising that it's going to be on key or actually look good, but we're getting off topic. Again. <laughs> I'd love to see that. <laughs> So all of this leads up to the big dinner scene when everyone's finally sitting down to ha- enjoy this lovely meal. June is now drunk, fully, drunk, fully into her part, fully into her part, and she's committed to this role. Yeah, she has thought about you know what the doctor's bills were going to be like, having sixty <laughs> bones broken in her pelvis, and all this. So. They're going around the table saying what they're thankful for, and no one says they're thankful for having legs. And this just is the trigger for her. <laughs> she just goes off. And she, and she says something like, "I'm," because I think Chloe tries to call her out on it, and she's like, I'm Sacagawea, I'm on a co, and I'm money, bitch. <laughs> and and it's like at this Thanksgiving table with the whole family, and the grandparents are there, and everybody's just kind of appalled that Chloe's Midwestern neighbor is at the table just going off and she's also handicapped which makes you feel kind of bad for her can i throw something in here we forgot to mention as soon as they get to the party she <laughs> freaking chloe while her dad is like chloe you can't just sit on my boss's lap and, <laughs> yes. and say you want it's like i just want the the man meat when i see it and she's like look at him he's a big cheeto <laughs> She has to do the oh. double shake. It was almost like she had beer goggles on. For wanting to ruin yeah, her Yeah, for wanting to Thanksgiving. ruin Thanksgiving. That she was willing to, you know, go with well, this older man who just was not And didn't hot. she feed him, like, and put her fingers in her yeah. mouth? That's yeah. what they said? She's like, ambrosia salad in his mouth. <laughs> so gross. Ew. That's gross. So yeah. back to June's tangent. After that, Chloe, like, freaks out at her, like, what are you doing? You're ruining Thanksgiving. And she pulls June up out of the chair. Like, she's like, walk, walk. And June kind of stands up for a minute and then realizes, like, oh, I'm handicapped, and then falls to the ground. I love how her mom's like, don't worry, she's done that to me before. (laughs) (laughs) So sad. Yeah, because in the last season, Chloe said, too, like, my mom always never never told me why she was in a wheelchair, because I think she always wanted me to ask. And I just wouldn't. <laughs> so she like doesn't know. She's just trying to make her mom walk. Which is something Look at my dad th- bending over. She doesn't. She makes him bend over. <laughs> <laughs> well, she doesn't really have a choice. <laughs> yeah. So then Chloe or June at this point is now standing, and it's kind of revealed that she's not sitting in the that she's not handicapped anymore. And she's explaining to Karen that, um, you know, oh, I had to pretend like I was in the chair so that you would like me because I dry humped your husband <laughs> and that's when the whole table is just like <gasps> even more mor- mortified like what and she go- and Karen goes you're the whore <laughs> I, thought, well, I thought she told you nope no that was I love that line when the, when the husband was like nope 
no. <laughs> so then it's just so awkward because she really did do what Chloe was trying to do in the beginning where she was sabotaging the marriage and then she sabotaged Chloe's parents' marriage. But my favorite part is when June stands up before she goes on that whole spiel and she's like, it's a miracle. <laughs> I can walk again. <laughs> and you're like, oh, this is really awkward. You see the grandma kind of like do the, <laughs> yeah. the, Catholic, like, the sign of the cross thing. <laughs> So sad. So then June ends up leaving, and on her way out, she lets the cat out. And she's like, that's an outdoor cat, right? And Chloe's like, nope. And so not only did she ruin Thanksgiving, she lost the cat, too. Yeah, so then she's outside sitting on the curb all by herself. Out walks Chloe, who now has to explain herself, because clearly... Chloe, our June got got by Chloe again, again. like mm-hmm. she does well, all the time. Chloe kind of has like a sabotage that we've seen for every holiday so far. She sabotages people on Halloween, now Thanksgiving, so I'm sure that will come up on Christmas as well. Yeah. But be interesting. interesting to see what she has in, plan- in store for Valentine's kinda Day. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> um, scary. <laughs> that's scary. But yeah, so basically, Chloe did this whole thing so that um, she could get money from her parents. Um, to help June be able to go home for Christmas since she wasn't able to go home for Thanksgiving this year and she knows how much she misses her family. So there is a nice side to Chloe. Her parents did end up giving her $2,000 so that she would move out of the apartment and get away from June because she's a horrible person now. Why does she sound so evil when she says, yeah, I'm nice? (laughs) Like that crazy like tilt to her head. I just sabotaged my whole family's Thanksgiving. Here's (laughs) $1,000. But don't worry, it's I'm a nice person. But what's weird is when you're watching, you're kind of like, oh, she's so sweet. And then you're like, wait a minute, what did she just do? That's not <laughs> yeah. nice. Yeah. Your mom's been watching me out of the window for the past 20 minutes, and she's just in the wheelchair. Just glaring Staring. at her. And then um, they have to stage this whole fake argument thing with a pie. Um, Chloe hands June the pie and is like, okay, now pretend to sc- that we're yelling at each other because my parents have to think that I'm actually moving out. Um, from the apartment with you and then go down the street and I'll meet up with you later. And their fake argument it's really funny. was really funny because it was like a normal conversation. Just they were <laughs> pretending to yell at each other. Like if you're watching on the outside, it looks like they're just screaming. But she's like, I want to pick up a pie on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just do this whole After Buzz TV interview like this. We're looking Movie. really angry, but we're not. <laughs> we're not angry at all. <laughs> And if you're listening, we're flailing our hands. We are flailing like <laughs> like a mad person would do. But yeah, it's why don't we talk like this all the time? What kind of pie do you want, pumpkin? No, I'm going crazy. I want Dutch apple. <laughs> <laughs> Which is another great moment of the show when it ends and June and Chloe are there eating the pie. At their apartment. Chloe sticks her finger in the pie and she's like, so this is what guys do when they can't make love. And she sticks her finger in the apple pie and she's like, Oh, I get it. (laughs) And licks it so gross. (laughs) Which, I mean, American Pie, anyone? Yeah, definitely. But that that was awesome that she did that. And And once again, they ruined the sanctity of Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. And then at the end, my... One of my favorite lines, because it kind of sums up the whole show, was June when she's sitting in the middle of James and um, Chloe at the end of the episode. And she goes, I'm caught in the middle of... I'm sh- I'm caught in the shallow end of a very dark pool. <laughs> and that kind of sums up everything that's happened in this warped, twisted Thanksgiving episode. I was going to say, that should be the tagline to the whole entire series. It should, actually. Like, she's just caught in the middle of these two dark and very self-absorbed type of people who well if if she's if june's listening right now i have some (laughs) advice for her you just gotta keep on wheeling 
<laughs> well, what's sad too is she is like every episode she kind of gets caught up in their schemes and like she gets a little crazier every time. Like I don't think June in the first season would have pulled off this whole scheme in a wheelchair, but now we've seen her character kind of grow to be just a little bit crazier. Yeah, well, she's money, bitch. <laughs> she's money, money bitch. <laughs> she's got this. All right, so that's pretty much the episode. Let's move into some news and gossip. Jason. I have a little bit more from that interview that Kristen Ritter did with ABC7. Um, And she just talked about her and James being on Don't Trust the Bee and how for Kristen Ritter, this is like the height of her career. She's never done anything this big. And James Vanderbeek has had like highs in the past with Dawson's Creek. And so she was saying they both approach the show the same way because they're so grateful for it at this point in their lives. So I thought that was interesting. Just because you always wonder how he views the show just because he's making fun of himself and he did have this huge character before, but she says they both have a good attitude about it. And I'm going to save my other bit of news for my prediction. So it's kind of like, since she's at the beginning of her career, it's a big thing. Since he's at kind of like usually stars from shows like that taper off, Mm -hmm. he's more like, oh, well, this is great. I get my second win. That's yeah. pretty cool. I and mean, that, it's good that they remain humble and yeah. stuff. And, like and I like that he's making his second win by making fun of himself and the character that is like <laughs> this iconic role that he played that launched his career in the first place. Like, without that, he would have nothing. And a lot of people wouldn't go back and poke fun at that. They would... Well, and it's very believable the like, situations they put him in because you, you see other celebrities in the news doing similar things like that. And so it's kind of ballsy that he's going out there and doing that. Yeah. Very true. Any other news or gossip? I don't have any more. Do you have any more? Nope. All right, then. Predictions it is. And now, your AfterBuzz TV predictions. Yay, Jason didn't talk over it this time. I, I really love predictions. <laughs> so why don't you start us with predictions? Um, my then? prediction is a spoiler alert, so plug your ears. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Kristen Ritter also said in her interview with ABC7, good interview, check it out, that her and James are going to have a falling out on the show, and their characters get into this big scuffle, and they have to kind of take a break from each other. I can only see Kristen Ritter winning that scuffle. I I don't see him being smart enough and all in in his character to win anything against her. Well, and I think they're both kind of manipulative people, so that's going to be kind of scary, but really funny to watch to see them both going at it. Yeah. (laughs) That's going to be fun. My prediction is that hopefully with that, we'll tie in more of James's Dancing with the Stars storyline that we saw in season one. And I predict that um, he's going to win it. He's going for the... In it to win it. He's in it to win it. You have anything you want to add? Um, I have a prediction that they could go the way for the Christmas episode. Okay. I'm thinking you see like, you know how they have like the presents that they always give away for the thing? Her going and like writing down all the wallpaper and the dimensions of the boxes, and then making her own boxes and wrapping them those, and then replacing them. Stealing gifts for the homeless. That's so good. I could see her doing that. And regifting them. No, giving them to those are her gifts. Like she saves money on Christmas presents by taking them from this one place every year. <laughs> I could, I could definitely see her doing that as well. Um, well, if you guys want to keep talking about the show um where can they find you guys on twitter on twitter at j eichler j i k e l e r oh uh, you can find me on twitter at s-t-e-p-h-e-n-l-e-m-i-e-u-x wow. Stephen lemieux yeah that's a lot to know yeah. i am at tweet t 22 t-w-e-e-t-e-e 22 
Um, if you guys want to check out any of our other shows, just go to AfterBuzzTV.com and have fun with it. Have a happy Thanksgiving from happy all Thanksgiving. of us here. And we'll see you guys in two weeks because the show's not on next week, sad. But see you in two weeks. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.